<laughs> Are we on? Are we live? <coughs> what's, what's going oh, on? Man. Oh, it's too hot for this hoodie. I'm going to enter full screen. Oh, hey. oh my gosh. <clears throat> Mate, you out on a ride or something? Yeah, bro. I'm just a boomer. Is a step up beyond? <laughs> Thought I'd pop in real quick and have a yarn. <laughs> All right. Man, it's finally on. Let me just shut this door so I don't wake the dead. <laughs> 30 minutes to go to sleep. All right, let me. That's not too bad, actually. 30 minutes is a pretty solid effort. <laughs> that was good. I did like the hoodie. Um, I'll, I'll find a way to... um. Maybe I'll use the hoodie in the story. <laughs> oh, the hoodie was the hoodie was glorious. Oh, <laughs> it's really had me falling off a chair. <laughs> well, everybody, so you're probably uh, watching the story as we are recording, or watching the reel as we are recording this that I just put out. But this is Ep Two on the Fully Pin Podcast. Um, this is the man, Johnny the G. Uh, we're gonna get into a we're gonna get into a mad yarn soon, but obviously we don't have any sponsors. But there's some people that I like hugely support. I want to shout out. Obviously, All Mountain Sports now. All Mountain Sports, they are beginning be getting involved in a giveaway we've got coming up, and that'll come out next month, I think. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that, and. It's going to be really cool. You're going to go away with some pretty cool stuff. Also, you know, shout out um, MTB Crew Oz. They do a lot to post everyone's, you know, uh, socials and support the community, which is cool. Crush Oz, love their products. And um, Bicot, killing it with the brands that they bring it in. So shout out to all those peeps. Huge, huge ups to All Mountain Sports. Obviously, Johnny and I are AMS teammates, but bro, Welcome to welcome to Ep Two. Yeah, cheers for having me on there. Sick. Oh mate, mate, it's good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> and for those, obviously, you know, there's a a lot of people that are probably be watching this that know who you are. You know, whether it's YouTube or through the writing community. But um, first of all, just give us a bit of background on like who you are, how long you've been into bikes. So, you know, just one of those, you know, like all things. So people got a bit of an idea of, you know, what you've done and where you've been. Oh uh, yeah, um, I haven't done too much to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been riding BMX my whole life pretty much. Um, moved in the mountain bikes probably like three, I reckon three years ago now, probably a bit less, like November, twenty twenty, I think. And um, yeah, just started the uh, YouTube and. Kept going with it. Kept grinding. Mate, it's going well. <laughs> Didn't it's stop. It's going very well. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. The, the subs are rising. The subs are rising, that's for sure. Um, but you used to race um, uh, the Oz, like the Oz scene for quite some time on the BMX, so. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was um, – well, I used to race pro and stuff and elite, but I wouldn't say I, like, yep. went too heavy with it. I just turned up and raced. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But I did that for like, shit, 20 years, I think, since I was like three. Yeah, racing since I was about three. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
so when you say three years old, like, mm. are you just literally like, is someone pushing you out like the gate or are you just <laughs> rolling down that hill? Like, how does that, um, how do you make it all the way around? Yeah, like, I think, like I think, speed and stuff. I think, uh, like, started like riding bikes when I was three and racing around three and a half, my dad was saying. But yeah, I think he used to chase me around the track pretty much and push me up the hills that I couldn't get up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty common for anyone that age yeah so they actually have races for um they actually have racing for you know where you can win like you know titles and stuff for people that young all that like right down to like you know three four five years old no it starts at um actual competitive starts at eight so anything under eight is just like under sevens and they all just run together pretty much just for everyone gets a trophy and yeah i did I did ass had no idea. Like, mm. so I, obviously, like my first thing, our first thing was a superflow, and that's basically like a big fun run for bikes. Yeah, pretty well. But, but like, I in and I've done competitive stuff in other sports, but it's like I I had no idea. Like, because Judas asked Judah just <laughs> off. Oh, anyone doesn't know, um, Judah's my kid or one mm. of two. Um, I was like, oh, would you want to race one day? And he's and he says, oh, yeah, I guess. And then I was like, well, I didn't even know what to do from there. So it's interesting to know competitive starts at eight. But from yeah. then, it's pretty much just, you know, I guess it's just a way for them to be a part of it, yeah, you know, have well. something formalized. Yeah, so just get your, get your kids started in it and they can just, yeah, you know, learn some bike skills early age and eight years comes around and it's all go pretty much. Now, if... We've probably chatted about this. Oh, I'm sure we have <laughs> um, chatted about this before. But why, why are we like, hey, I'm going to do mountain biking on YouTube? Was it like, I'm going to ride a mountain bike and then YouTube came? Or were you – because there's, <laughs> 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 there's, there's a pretty sick BMX that it's laying around. Uh, <laughs> anyone dares to find them. <laughs> yeah, uh, most of them all on list today. There's probably like another 100 that are on the channel that aren't there. <laughs> of those yeah there'd I... be heaps <laughs> there's, there's heaps oh of stuff gosh. like i used to do vlogs and stuff as well but the channel never went anywhere it used to get like 20 views <laughs> it's crazy because the yeah. ones that you sent me it reminded me what like if i was to put like my old band soundtrack to it like mm. when we first not the last stuff that we made but when we first made music I'd be like, yeah. this would be fitting. And it's like, you know, blacks and whites <laughs> and like, you know, crackle edits and, you know, fade-ins from the middle yeah. and stuff like that. No, nah, man, we, <laughs> we used to make proper vlogs. Like, we'd film the whole day and then talk shit all day. And, yeah, uh, yeah, they're not good. <laughs> they're not pretty good. We used to make a fair few of them too, um, just uh, with BMX and whatnot. But, yeah, mountain biking stuff, um, I, I don't know, when I moved to Toowoomba like five years ago or six years ago, um, it was quite a quite a bit going on here, and where I'm from up north, there's there was like none at the time really, and you didn't see it as often. Whereas down here, you see it quite often. But there's a guy at my yeah. work who I started working with, and um he you're, you're he was wor- like, where you work now? Nah, nah. This is when I first moved here, pretty much. Oh, a couple of years after that, but yeah. Um, he's like, hey man, have you looked at downhill and stuff? I'm like, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty sick. And then I just made it a goal to get a bike. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Pretty much. I just, <laughs> it's funny. What was the first? It was the Norco, eh? The fluid. I, I had a Norco. Um, or something, Norco something. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like the version of the FS currently, but it was an older one. Yeah, it was only like 120 mil. And you flipped it. Uh, I broke all the spokes in the rear. (laughs) Yeah, it was the 29er. It was like 130 rear. It had a um, a pull up dropper post, so you actually a lever dropper post that you pull up. Yeah, it was weird. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was. It only it cost me like 1300 bucks, and I sold it for a grand not too long later, and got the Rocky. So, yeah. (laughs) Mate, the Rocky cop some punishment. Uh, it, It did. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> sending it, sending that thing down Buller and the road gaps and that. Mm. I'm yeah, surprised. The, I'm surprised the polygon lasted as long as it did. But mind <laughs> you, if you had been riding my bike, it would have died a lot quicker. Maybe. Um, that's, the, that's right. That's the only way I can ride a couple of pretty bad stacks. But I think that's like the only way is that it was good when I. It was good for what I was doing when I got it. Yeah, and then as it grew, it's just like stop doing this to me. <laughs> just, no, that's true. Just, um, I mean, I think I broke everything on the Rocky. I broke the derailleur. I broke the cassette like four times. I had to get broke the kiss. When, when you say broke your cassette, what do you mean? The pins all snapped in the inners, so the cassette <laughs> oh. was kind of like free. Yeah, that's what so they told me. <laughs> the each each cog was kind of just. Yeah, a couple thing. of them. Were, I think a couple of them were snapped in there or something. I don't know. The bike shop said they're all snapped. So, <laughs> so he's like, "I got another one here. Chuck it on for warranty." I'm like, "Yeah, right, sweet." And then I eventually upgraded parts, and it's all been good ever since. So, I don't know. Maybe it was just some entry level Shimano um, cassettes. Yeah, it's funny. But... Oh, it's funny. Like it. I mean. Well, we don't need to be out here riding some eighteen thousand dollar like you know. Yeah. We've had that's another conversation we've had a bazillion times. We don't have to be riding some eighteen thousand dollar Santa Cruz as nice yeah. as these dream bikes would be. But like, it, it, it's funny if you just go like you buy like the lowest of the low, mm. and then maybe like mid range where we would what may normally put on the bike. There does seem to be like a a little bit of a difference in strength and durability. Yeah. Like because. But the, I had an, obviously, the Norco. I had the Norco Storm when I got on the bike last year in April. I lost the car. And so I had, a, I had to have a way to get to work. Mm. And so I got the Norco. And then I was like, oh, got to get back out on the trails. Uh. For, pe- for people watching, I, I rode like every – all I did – if I wasn't at a skate park, I was on a bike when I was a kid, right up until an unfortunate incident where I parted ways with my bike. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, I free ride was kind of like my thing that I saw. Like those names we're talking about, like Brett Tippy, all this stuff. And so I started smashing this bike about pretty quick. And then I was like, mm, I need to get rid of this bike and get something. And so I decided to raffle it. <laughs> and we had only just started talking. I found one of your videos through the seq mtb discussions group that yeah. is such a ridiculously long name <laughs> it's so it's so long <laughs> anyway um i still think about that I was like, why couldn't they make it something shorter yeah <laughs> true <laughs> but 
I remember messaging you and then I was like, we've been chatting for a bit and I was like, oh, do you want to get in on the raffle? And I never thought <laughs> that you would have won that bike. But you, you all... <laughs> bro, you thrashed that thing. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you, would have, you would have had the 27... You had the Rocky then. Mm. It would have actually... Look... It would have been an absolute heap to ride around what you were riding on, but it would have been fast. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty quick. I mean, it was too. I think it was too big, but yeah, I yeah hit my ass on the tire a few times when I was jumping shit. But I don't, I don't know. It, was, it might have been a little bit too big, but uh, you know, it was a large. Yeah, it was a large. <laughs> but the bars on it was seven seven sixty, so it would have like oh, there was right. just yeah. so much. There's, <laughs> Would have been so much stuff on it that felt like I remember riding it before I took it up to and I just thinking how strange it felt. Yeah. How the only thing that felt good at that time was the big wheels. Well the brakes were dog shit, so they weren't good. <laughs> If anyone, obviously, I'm going to link Johnny's YouTube, but if anyone cares to, I'll, I might drop a link to that video as well. They yeah, can, it's pretty good. I don't know. I, it's, it's, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> this thing is nuts. <laughs> uh, You've just come back from Derby mm. um, recently, so um, yeah. something had popped in my head. Man, <laughs> tell me about that. You know, obviously, like everything around here is dust and rocks. Yeah, man. Give us, give us your spin. Give us your take on, um, on Derby, bro. Yeah, I've talked too much about it, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just different, different level, eh? Like different world down there. Like Tassie's just so different to everywhere else I've been in Australia. It's just, I don't know. It's just everything's so green, and then you get out to Derby, and it's a bit more farm life. But it's just, yeah, like the forest is just so, so awesome to be in, and. The dirt there, like, just grips your tires. Like, it was a bit yeah. wet when I was there, but then it was those dry bits and just yeah, tacks right. up. Yeah, it's just so so good. Like, everything was just so good. The trails were just like you know beyond ten, beyond expectations. So yeah, yeah. You just have to go there to really experience it. <laughs> one of the like one of the things I noticed though, like, I mean, it's not exactly exactly the same, but you spoke about like the tackiness of the dirt. Mm. Um, I've ridden in Rotorua, but it seems like it's got that like volcanic-y, like clayy. Is it seem like it's almost like clayish? Like, because when you go through Ayugan, mm. it it looks like it's all that like really like tacky, like hard packed. It's yeah, almost it like a like you could ride like a DJ through some of that stuff. Yeah, you definitely could. I think it's more like a sand type clay mixture. Like, there's definitely. You can definitely feel it when you like stop and actually have a look. It's a bit more sandy, but like grit. But it's yeah, it is very very grippy and just hard, like like concrete, like a pump track. Like it's so fast. Uh. There's a track. There's a track um, in the Redwood Redwoods, the Fakariorio Forest in Rotorua. Mm. Oh man, what is it called? Tipuaka, mm. and. It's literally like when you t when I watched that video, it took me like straight back there. Like it just crazy <laughs> how much how much speed you hold. Yeah. 
on terrain like that. Like it's actually wide. And then you come and then you come pretty much right anywhere here. Yeah. And <laughs> every time you get through that like top layer of crust, you just get more sand and you get down to that crust and then yeah. like those rocks anyway. break down and it's just like like powder, powder, powder. But you yeah. mentioned before, obviously <clears throat> No, from up north, there wasn't much around mountain biking-wise, but you did a trip recently and rode some trails up there. Bro, they looked gnarly. Mm, yeah. No, I've ridden there three times now, I think, and in Townsville. It's it's awesome, man. Like, I was – I don't know. The first time I went there, I was like, yeah, this place is pretty good. But my mate Zach took me to some of the more hectic shit, like the you triple – double black and whatever, the reds, and – that stuff up there is like really cool. It's just free riders. Different hell. again. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like it's steep as shit, even though it doesn't look like it. <laughs> and just some of the features, like the big egg roll, the big egg roll, man. Oh, that, that bro. Thing's, I'm keen to do that now that I can probably do that now. But you probably could have um, done it then. I'm surprised. Yeah. Like, but it that's was the so thing. Wet. Like, <laughs> well, he, it's weird. Uh, he was in those like those mm. Nikes, bro. Well, he and, never did that before either. That was his first time. And he's like, man, I've got to send it for the video. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. <laughs> you can do it. I'm not going to do it. Every time I'll it's, film you. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I didn't – that was probably the first time in any of the videos that I've watched of yours that I'd mm. seen you, like, visibly – not, like, nervous, but, like, yeah, mm. nah. Nah, the two of them things were just – most of that trail was just, yeah, it was another level for me at the time. But I think – I think I could do most of that stuff now. Ah, or in the dry. Yeah, I think the dry would be fine, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked, it was pretty, man, mm. it's pretty chunky. Like, there's heaps of, like, you know, heaps of the you know, camera, like. Yeah, yeah, doing little swipes. <laughs> right. How did you manage, oh, totally off topic, but how did you manage to, like, wipe your camera? Yeah. Was it hot? Was it hot rod? Oh, man. People yeah. give me. You know, giving me curry because I can't remember the name. Like, was it? <laughs> not Fox because Fox is Canyonera, and that's the only thing I can remember. Yeah, it's but Hot Rod, Laser, is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because Stan's is the sand. The sand pit. <laughs> the um, <endless> trail. <laughs> oh, bro! Every time I thought it was done, you'd come across a fire road, and the next mm. section would start. And I was like, ah, yeah. let this be <laughs> over. And I still did it three times. Yeah, that's hectic. <laughs> And I got my best time the last yeah. time. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? How did yeah. you manage to wipe your camera like five times and move yeah. your your helmet or whatever it was you were doing <laughs> without like probably you because you were doing that through the the tables and then into yeah, that yeah. like little rhythm section. Yeah, my helmet kept slipping down. It wasn't tight enough in the in the back, and it kept oh, the little over my head little windy bit. Yeah, because I I don't know when I when it sweats, my head gets sweaty pretty often, and it just yeah it just moves, <laughs> and then I have to tighten it then. But when I first put it on, I have to loosen it. It's so annoying. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just hang on. <laughs> you kind of just grip your grip your knees together. Is is a good, ah, good technique, go. I guess. And it's the same with the, like on a BMX bike. That's how you throw bar spins. You grip your knees so then you can have full range with your hands. Just like another grip your knees, like grip the, to the seat. Yeah, to the seat. Yeah. That's right. Straight leg, the same grip legs, and yeah. Ride him with yeah, Brody, like yeah. Oh, you go. No, you're right. Yeah, Brody. Brody would. I oh, know. Ride him with Brody. Yeah. I just noticed that he does that. You know, when he throws like the tucks or like any sort of like uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, anything where it releases from, you know, like the front end, like you see that, like, yeah. not like a crimping into the body, but you just see like his lower half, like tighten up around the bike. Yeah, pretty well. To keep him with it. Yeah, doing sueys and stuff, you'd, you'd want to grip your knees to the, you know, as into the seat or into the bike as you can. But yeah, that's just pretty much just how you do it. <laughs> just do that. You can take a and ride for a bit. Yeah. I, I would probably just stop, eh? <laughs> you wait till you see the. Uh, if you're gonna watch the full raw of the Bay of Fires video that I'll have next. I, I Monday, think I. It'll, it'll be out next Monday. Um, I know because you did the edit. That's right. Yeah, this. I I think I would have done the little swipe on the camera probably a hundred times. I reckon. Um, I was going through we'll mud, mud, mud. Yeah, I was doing that the whole whole time. <laughs> Four thirteen, bro. And, uh, oh, it's you said it's two two kilometers of um climb like undulation and then eleven. Did yeah, I hear that correctly? About eleven. Bro, were your hands and arms like? Yeah. Like um. Yeah. Talking about that, I I don't. I've never got arm pump before. I don't know what arm pump is to be honest. Like when you say arm pump, is that like around like here or? On, so. Yeah. Basically. You ever, yep, okay. I, I, the only way I know how to relate this is gym stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. You ever train forearms, like, or like just grip strength stuff, or like overhead, like double overhand for deadlifts? No, but I think I've been doing that my whole life on the bike, so that could be. Yeah, it, it probably, probably yeah. is just like an experience thing, but basically, mm. it, for lack, for lack of science, scientific explanations, <laughs> it's basically like your whole forearm gets lactic now i used mm. i used to get it and funnily enough when i got the vibracore bars it actually helped me but i think it's because i just ride so heavy yeah i only get i only get hand pump now and probably just an experiencing again when it's cold but it, fully lactic and then once you're lactic here that's when you get um well that's when that's just, just how what i describe it as yeah. when it gets all when i used to get a lactic in my forearm then i'd lose the feeling in my hands and have to double like two finger the brakes yeah right and you've never had that, even on nah. that eleven kilometers. No, nah, I've never, I've never had arm pump. I don't remember ever having it oh, at all, no matter where I've been. But the only thing I got on that was like a sore hand. My hand was starting to get really sore, and I think it was just from holding the brake too much. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's like around my, around my uh, thumbs. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, could have it also been funny. the grips and the bars because they're different to mine. So it could have been that as well uh, you, i think there's a lot of creature comforts you have on your own bike that when you're descending for yeah. 11 kilometers <laughs> yeah. it's prop like those little things make the difference over something like that yeah oh well i mean for someone of your experience anyway like mm. me i went to bed everything so <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I, i'll be like two <laughs> Um, uh, getting better though. I used to winch way more. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I reckon two k's into that eleven, mm. two three k's into that. I don't even know what the longest descending trail I've done is. Yeah. Two k's and I've been cooked. Yeah. I, after I watched that video, I was like, surely he got arm pump or hand pump or something. Yeah. No, it was just my hands and then my thumbs. Like the first two k's is uphill. Until you get to the top, I think it's only like 100 meters, but which is still quite a bit of pedaling. But um, and then it's downhill for like six k's, I reckon, like straight, like it's pretty steep most of it. And oh. then you 
come across fire road and then you got a bit of climbing probably like a k worth of climbing but it's not like it's like up and down and then you're down again for like another four or five something like that oh and then they take you back up halfway and you do the bottom half again so yeah. oh man <laughs> you guys got stuck yeah 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 <laughs> oh man yeah that was that was an experience <laughs> were you at any point when that guy absolutely like faffed it yeah. were you at like any point like i'm gonna be stuck here or like yeah, we're not was, getting back up i was like i'm only here for one day and this ain't good like i was thinking yeah we're fucked like <laughs> we're not gonna get out of here but um they have heaps of utes hooking around so we would have got out of there pretty quick um yeah, it turns out one of the ute shuttles was only just up the road so would have been all good yeah fair yeah. fair fair that would have been straight on mine i would have mm. been like brother i've mm. paid some money yeah. <laughs> i want to get on my bike and go yeah you we had a schedule too but yeah <laughs> mm. yeah we're Man. probably there for 15 minutes it looks it looks like the way that the story's depicted, mm. in my head, mm. I was like, fuck, I've stuck there for ages. That's <laughs> pretty good that they got out of there so quick. Yeah. What's next for you on a, like, a MTB, bro? Like, is there anything, mm. it's probably something I haven't asked you in our general convos, but mm. is there anything that you would like to achieve or tricks-wise or, you know, is there any sort of, like, specific level you want to get to because i know you're very blasé about this stuff like you're just like yeah i'll just get, be- I'll just get better or <laughs> i'll just like oh uh, i don't really have to clean my bike uh, okay. <laughs> but, you, but you know what I, you know what i mean like is there anything that you you're like oh yeah sweet i want to achieve that or i'd like to be able to do that type mm. thing yeah uh, it's just just a world traveling thing then like yes ride wherever i go just want to ride want to ride you know just new places all the time pretty much i don't care about racing anymore um yeah if i get a dirt jumper i'll probably enter some like pump track races and stuff but that'd be fun but what's at the top of the list is just going overseas and yeah riding and just checking out the world that's all i want to do (laughs) was it you that i made it oh no it was logan i think Mm. i made a bet with logan that if he clears everything on a line yeah it's like 43 43 someone correct me if i'm wrong because he's got a trip to canada coming up mm. but if he cleared everything on a line obviously up it'd be on the cards for you i'd give him a hundred bucks oh yeah <laughs> See? but like i can't i can't imagine like not and i'm, I'm not talking like tagging the top of the knuckle i'm like he mm. he'll know and i can hear it i'll be like <laughs> Obviously, Whistler. Oh, you've got Japan coming up too. Yeah, yeah, it's not booked yet, but that should be good. Yeah. Are you going to do NZ with the lads? Yeah, if if it happens, if yeah, if I don't know if they can manage it all and you know book it. All. I'm the guy that books everything. Like <laughs> I organize everything, and so if someone else is organizing it, well, you know I. I don't know if it'll happen. <laughs> but I'm trying to get them to Derby. I'm trying to get them to Derby. I'm like, let's go to Derby. I want to do a trip there with everyone. But Bro, it'd be <laughs> Oh man, can you imagine? It's hard enough to get it... them the boomers, but <laughs> just because oh. family and stuff, but you know, it that just the way it is. <laughs> do any of any like other than me and Jack, oh is Phil. Mm. Um, who else has kids out of those boys? 
Uh, no, that's that's it. Uh, Jack and Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Oh. So, speaking of travel and going places on my bike, which mm. is what it is, because I want to take Maru back to the Philippines. Yeah. There is a mountain biking comp which is held in a province it's on a, it's a, it's a, like an hours hours flight but in a province on another island not far from Maria's and she's like you should bring your bike and I was like you want me to bring my mountain bike to the Philippines <laughs> I was like, are you si-? I'm like are you serious and she's like yeah you have somewhere to ride it <laughs> and like what the guy's got right everybody rides motos over there mm. so like whether someone has like a, you know, if they could put me in contact with someone, that's a possibility. Because not just outside where Maria's like little city is, La Calota, if you drive for 25 minutes, like literally if you stand on top of any of the buildings in the main, in the main, like uh, main town square and look at the skyline uh, just behind it, there's mountainous regions there. If yeah. you rode up into that, <laughs> there'd be a way to come down that hill oh for sure <laughs> and it would just it'd be like tropical rainforest probably tigers out there like yeah. <laughs> weird spiders and snakes and stuff but it'd be mm. once she suggested i was like yeah look I'll, I'll i'll consider taking my bike uh yeah it wouldn't be a consideration i'd just do it <laughs> oh yeah well look you, you don't really have no one else to ask like you I mean like this not there's not all these other little minions running around, is there? I'm the boss, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 what a what a what a dog shot. When are we gonna see you on the twenty nine er? Uh soon probably. Probably not. I was I was gonna mull at the bike, I think. Yeah. Save money and yeah, do that. <laughs> see how see how it goes. You can gonna put yeah. those ugly orange lowers in there? I definitely will. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> so funny because every every bike photo you send me mm. like oh this is sick oh look mm. at this one it's like black or black and red which is pretty much what I like he's like yeah gotta get me yeah. some orange lowers so i was like what <laughs> yeah most since, definitely will <laughs> since when since when has that been a thing for you yeah i don't know i just always like sky uh, i'd buy whatever looks cool <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna work anyway that's right suspension, who cares? Should be right. I, uh, I don't know oh. a shock pump it's all good <laughs> don't own a shock pump don't even know if he said he sag no, i have no idea puts puts a video <laughs> oh, God. Uh, before that race i tighten the shit out of the um the spring it's it barely moves it's almost a hard tile you should coil. probably get. You probably should give it some sort of like. Nah, nah. I need to win the race. It is hard. Oh, I mean race. for the race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so man. It was different. <laughs> like when we rode it the day before. <laughs> it was different. Like literally when we went through hot ride. You know those those like odd like oblong rocks. Yeah. I couldn't understand that it could be worse. Like. <laughs> we went down it the next day. It was so nuts. Yeah, it was a lot worse. There was shit everywhere. <laughs> do they do any sort of um? Oh, 
for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, because I, I forget that we're doing this podcast thing. Obviously, we did the Rocky Trail Superflow a couple of weeks ago. Mm. There was in Toowoomba, one of the tracks called Hot Rod, and that upper section was just littered, like, you know, with those, like, little dark volcanic looking rocks. After something like that, though, does a um, Toowoomba Mountain Bike Club, does anybody go through or, like, does anything get brushed or, or like, cleaned or anything like that? Or does it does it have to be – do they have section times where – they're allowed to do this stuff. No, the club can go in whenever. I think anyone can go in whenever as well with their own gear if they want to. Um, I don't. I don't. I haven't been down there, but I'm guessing it probably would have been cleaned. But yeah, I'd say it would just be how it is until they do another maintenance day, I guess. But I think they also do maintenance days. I don't see it posted anywhere, so I'm not sure. I think they have their own group chat with all the maintenance guys that regularly do it. Yeah, and then true. Maybe they just book together a day and do it all. But I think they also pay Trailworks to do some of that. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure Trailworks does some maintenance there on stuff where they have to do maintenance. But, yeah. That leads me to another question. Mm. Why? Now, this, this is, this is going to be a good topic. This could lead into a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it seem that Toowoomba mm. is so avid for building communities around mountain biking? Like, obviously, understanding that it's a huge thing for fitness for people for all ages. Like, there's so many tracks at Jubilee. Obviously, Jubilee is like a massive system. Mm. Even down to the fact that anyone is allowed to go in and clean up, yet one of the premier, like, you know, mountain, uh, not mount, mountain bike facilities, one of the premier places to ride in southeast Queensland, Mount Cotton, <laughs> like the MRCA, they can't get in. What do you think it is that in Toowoomba that they're allowed to go and do these things? Is it just red tape? But down here, no one can even get in to come and fix up, you know. Yeah some of the best stuff that we have on this side of the this side of the fence. Yeah, in Toowoomba, it's a club, so um, the club has full reign of everything <laughs> that happens in Jubilee, pretty much, I think. With building a new trail, they'll have to propose the trail to the council before they can do it, but if they have the funds to do it, we can just do it, I'm pretty sure. That's how it works. Um, whereas Mount Cotton is... Council. It sounds like it's all council, and I know there's a club there, but it seems like they can't. They're not allowed to just do maintenance, which sounds very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, it, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. on, but it's Mount Cotton Riders Riders Alliance. Yeah, um, which yeah, which is just a club. I'm pretty sure, but I don't think it's. Yeah. I don't know. The one in Toowoomba has been there for ages, and the council pretty much said, "Hey, if you're going to be a club, you have to do everything in there." And there will be funding, but it'll mostly just be your guys, you know, your space, all that type of stuff. It sound, it makes so much yeah. sense. Like, why is that? Mm. Why? It's so yeah. frustrating. I think, I think uh, the council at Mount Cotton is just backwards. I don't know. It sounds... <laughs> well, people, keep, people keep half dying out there. Yeah. I don't, not wanted to fix <laughs> I don't it. Know what the go is. <laughs> Bro, when we were there the Monday... <laughs> beforehand mm. Mm. literally three ambulance 
yeah. that day. Like Dan went out to get um, just literally on the way, get some more. And when he came back from getting more, he's like, bro, someone's getting picked up. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he took a photo of the Ambos out there. And then another guy that mm. um, Nathan Toomey, he's follows you and a couple of the other guys. Yeah. Um, he came in. He's just like, oh, another Ambos coming in. I was like, you're joking me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I've been there, yeah, same. Someone has mm. like had to be stretched out in a brace, broken leg, yeah. this that. Like, what do you think? What do you think it is? Is it look? Obviously, people are writing stuff outside their skill, mm. skill level. But is there other factors? Do you think that people keep chopping themselves up in that place? I think I think the terrain's pretty slippery for one thing. The jumps are. I wouldn't say they're hard, but they would be quite difficult for inexperienced riders with jumps. Um, maybe people on e-bikes are too uh, riding outside their comfort zone. I guess they just you know get on and feel like a lord. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe the place is just I don't know. It might not be suited for beginners. I I feel like people are just yeah eating shit there every time I go there as well. Could be could be just the terrain. Maybe the like, I don't think the trails are wrongly graded. The jumps at the end of Powerful Hour are a bit... They're hard to do. They can be hard to do if you don't get them correctly. But realistically, there's nothing... There's nothing too crazy there if you stick to your skill level. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, but see, this is what I'm yeah. saying. Like, no one's been able to put a pin in it. Obviously, like, I might actually get... It'd be cool to get one of the guys from the MCRA on the potty because mm. um, that would be something that I could probably definitely chat about for now because if when you think about it, like outside of bike parks and the way that it's set up within 30 minutes of the CBD, like 30 minutes to an hour of the CBD, mm. like it's a pretty flipping like sweet little system. If you, I mean, you don't, you don't mind like that climb. Obviously, yeah, everyone's raving about pipeline. I haven't been there yet myself, but Mm. Um, it seems like it would benefit all parties, not just uh, riders, not just the council, not just the public servants. That because literally we saw them get out of the van, and the chick that got out the front seat, she rolled her out. She's like, <laughs> like yeah. she half crouches because like it's like oh, a boss said we wouldn't need a four wheel drive. There is no way that van's getting up there, and sounds like they were already arguing about it. Oh, like before the mm. paramedics had, had got there to come help this dude. Oh, jeez. And then <laughs> they had to send the four-wheel drive out there because they could, it was so steep. They they couldn't yeah. walk with the um the thing. But I don't understand. I wish I had an answer. It's like, mm. you know, it's just one of those things people just wish they had an answer to. Like, if you get people in there, it gets cleaned up, it gets refurbed, it becomes safer, it becomes repacked. Everybody wins. Yeah, yeah, pretty well. It it might stop a few accidents. People are still mm. going to do stupid stuff anyway. But mm. I I don't understand. Like, are they trying to shut it down? Are they like do the does the council just not care? Is there more to it than we know? I think I will get. I need a pen and paper. My mind is buzzing about it now. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It just seems a shame, like for it for it to get for it degraded. Get yeah, for, for sure. It to get 
for it to get degraded <laughs> that way. Oh my gosh. Alright, put that note down. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Mm. E-bikes. <laughs> you popped out a video recently <laughs> detailing, uh, you know, so getting into mountain biking. Mm. Um, you know, I explained it like a, a, a bunch of things. Now, it's so there's always that banter. I don't think anyone seriously is like, oh, e bikes are for losers. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually thinks that. No. You know, I don't think anyone thinks you, you know, you hate them. But do you, I think it's important, um, or this would be a good opportunity for you because I, I think we'll get a, a bit of, I'm hoping we get a bit of spread on this video <laughs> to explain why you think it's important to, you know, A, Start on something basic if you are going to get like a full squish or a hardtail, and mm. not to start on an e-bike. Yeah. Um, no, want to no, I hate break him. that down a little bit. <laughs> what, what did you say? <laughs> no. no. Did you no. say you hate them? I hate e-bikes. No more. No more. E no, no, I don't hate. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> it. No. <laughs> no, I, I definitely. I definitely don't hate e-bikes. Um, e-bikes are good. I, I, if I had one, I'd probably get very lazy and every day would be cheat day is my problem, which is why I'm not going to get one. But for new riders, I think um, I think if you're brand new to bikes and you've only like ridden like say you know casually on a bike, yeah. Just I think I think the weight of an e oh, if you're coming from motorbikes, it's different. Jump on an e-bike, that's cool. I'm sure you'd be sweet, but. If you've never ridden a motorbike or if you've never ridden like a bike properly, I think it'd be a very difficult learning curve. Learning the natural skills on a bike, on an e-bike, that's that heavy. It's like I've just had a few mates that just they just can't get it. They can't get the skills to ride. Like they their their progression's just like really flat. Like they can their jumps are just like it just looks, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I can't see an e-bike being beneficial for someone who's brand new to bikes. You, you really need, like, your elements of riding. You need your fitness. You need your strength in certain areas. And then the skills come off the back of the strengths. Like, you get stronger, you get better at riding, and you get more fit. And the better you are at all these things, the better you're going to be on a bike. And I just feel like an e-bike is just making it too easy but at the same time, you're not learning all them simple skills that you would on a hardtail or a low-level yeah, squish. Yeah, so starting it, starting mm. out. Starting out, yeah. If, if you're already riding bikes for, like, say, two years, like, yeah, jump on an e-bike. I'm sure you'll be all sweet. I don't see why that would be an issue. Um, if you're from BMX, e-bike, it's fine. You'd, you'd already have all the upper body strength. You'd have all your your leg skills and all that stuff. Um but, yeah, if you're brand new to bikes, it's, I can't see it being a good idea. <laughs> and there's just too many examples that I can think of. I'm not going to name the people, but there's so many examples that I know of which just – they're just having a very hard time learning the simple skills of cornering or jumping or – they can't manually e-bike. It's too heavy and they can't get the front end up because it's a bit longer wheelbase, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> 
If, if you brand new to box, just, just like, get a hardtail. It's just so much more. It makes so much more sense. Well, perfect yeah. example. Oh, hang on. I've got to change the setting on this. It's letting the audio in as well. <laughs> there we go. Perfect example. <laughs> Big nuts. Yeah. Spent a year on a hardtail. Mm. And, like, you, you you followed him down some of those trails when we did that run before. And, like, you think about how he's <clears> – he's worked on stuff, though. He's been very specific. But you think about, like, how it, set, how it looks like he's just blown up after he spent on a year literally swinging off it because yeah. the rear end just <laughs> bounces like manicure. And look at how he rides now. Yeah. No, the, the I, learning that he's done is very – you know, that's that's advanced for anyone, but – if he if he started off on an e-bike, I don't think he'd be anywhere near where he is now. Cause no way. I just, I just don't see it. He, he wouldn't have all the fundamental skills and strength in his hands or arms. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see it. I think the weight... <laughs> He's a machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Machine. Mm. Madman. Yeah. Some say they're so big he has to wear a hoodie upside down. To- <laughs> 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 but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh he's actually so nuts it's so <laughs> funny i never met anyone that calculates things we we've had like full oh, uh, we had like full-blown argument not arguments like debates at work about stuff i'm mm. he's trying to get me to see things from his point of view and i'm trying to get thing him to see things from my point of view and it's yeah. just going wildly back and forth he's a maniac on a bike 100 percent yeah. um but in regards to the e-bike thing, I think it's the weight. Like, the first thing I noticed, mm-hmm. like, I, I, man, it was ages ago, but, you know, there's particular things about riding a bike that I think you could say, like, you never forget. Like, if you pull the bike to your chest, mm-hmm. the bike's going to your chest. If you push the bike away, bike's going to go away. Like, I did mm-hmm. a little little bit of BMX and skate park stuff when I was when I was riding. Obviously, I had the hardtail, hardtail for a bit, but... It's the weight that I can't get past. Like, how much harder all those little micro movements? Yeah. You know, you know just to like, just to lean the bike. No, that's a hundred percent. Is what I what I'm trying to say. Yeah, is those things, the weight of the bike. Like, I can just like I've ridden an e-bike, and even I struggle to jump shit. <laughs> like, just just the pull up in the lifting, and it's just yeah, it's so much harder. Like, I just can't imagine like if coming mm. into a corner. And you feel like it's going to go, like you can do little adjustments mm. or you can like, you know, grab the back brake to stand yourself up or something mm-hmm. like something like that. There's, but how much harder it comes when it, let's say the poly was what, 15 kilos, mm. add 12 kilos, add 12 kilos to that. And if something goes wrong to pull that back. Yeah. <laughs> like. Well, yeah. Funny, funny story about that. Actually, um, one of my first rods in mountain bikes, I went to Hidden Vale and, um, I went there with my mate on the downhill bike. He had a downhill bike at Hidden Vale. We weren't doing shuttles. He was pedaling that thing up the hills. Maniac. I I went there with the Norco bike I had, that shitty one, and it had a flat tire and the brakes were – the brakes had no pads in them, it turns out. I didn't, I didn't know what brake pads were. But apparently I went down a hill and just wasted them the day before. And we went there anyway, and I was like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to hire a bike. I hired an e-bike, and I actually fell off Skyfall twice. Because I couldn't stop in time, <laughs> like literally off the edge of Scott. And there's no footage of it, obviously. I didn't have a GoPro then, but I, I busted myself up pretty bad. <laughs> I have, oh, uh, from all the yarning that we have done since we've been yeah. mates, 
I've never heard that story. Yeah, I, yeah, I gotta, yeah, do something about that story. It's pretty funny. My mate, who was behind us, he was a bit behind, and he didn't actually see me off the edge. But then he stopped. And he's like, "Fuck, I thought that was you." And yeah, I was off the edge of Skyfall. <laughs> and anyone who's ridden Skyfall knows it's a pretty big edge. Like, and I went off the edge twice on an e-bike because I just it was too heavy, and I didn't, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you went back there now, you'd only shuttle or hire an e-bike, eh? Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna shuttle there soon, and I'd hire an e-bike there just to ride everything because I think there's so much more stuff, good stuff there. Isn't isn't the um. So just to just to recap, people. Yep. Yep. We we're not hating <laughs> on e-bikes, but if you knew, and like I'm just gonna put my hands up and say I'm still mad green, but I, like just like my shoes are arranged, you can see all the little dates and things. I've got OCD, <laughs> so I read and I intake it. Or well, I don't actually, but I just I hyper focus on stuff because my ADD and I love information intake, so I try to learn as much as I can. Obviously, when I have a hobby. Still mad green, but if you are new to it, please don't jump on an e-bike. <laughs> get a get a hardtail like like Big Nuts or buy Big Nuts's. Um, his name is Daniel <laughs> Shredding MTV. I probably shouldn't That's say Big that nuts. so much. <laughs> no, <Big nuts>. but, <laughs> 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 he's gonna watch this and be like, oh, he's the best. <laughs> he is. He's literally one of the greatest humans I know. But yeah, I don't um, have e-bikes either. Um, I have no issue with the e-bikes. I would buy one if I wasn't so addicted to being lazy because I already struggle with laziness. You're addicted to Counter-Strike, you mean? Yeah, that's that's right, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Nah>. <laughs> um, flip, I forgot what I was going to ask you next. Um, moving away from e-bikes, though. Mm. Uh, oh, it was, about, it was another question about bikes. Hmm. Oh yeah, dream bike. I know dream you bike. hate this question, but surely you got to have like a. Surely you got to have like a dream bike. Like it's no, got to be like a setup or. Whatever looks sick. Yeah, mate. If this I see is... something that looks sick, all good. Athena bike would look sick. Um, uh, what else is there? I'd take a druid. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I'd yeah, take true anything, that. Anything. Mm. Well, it's funny. Like I'm. Uh, obviously snapped the poly but like <laughs> when i was looking at options for a new bike everything man it's crazy how expensive everything like i mean everybody knows mtb is like a stupidly for the size of the industry how expensive it's it is mm. um but like i was looking at um options with shannon shannon is going to be our uh guest on the fourth episode when we're going to give away that stuff people but i was looking at bikes uh with shannon and you know seeing what we can sort out there and just the prices like i love it. when i got into bikes when i was 18 i'm 36 so literally like half my life ago everyone had a i can't remember what the norco da- like downhill bike was at the time but there was the kona stinky and the kona stab mm-hmm. and then there was like some and it was either that or a norco like it's all i ever saw on my screen maybe specialized uh obviously intense had the m1 mm. but like the all the free ride guys that are watching were pretty much riding like kona and you know or like norcos with a big old mazachi fork in the front and i was looking at prices of stuff and i'm like man it's just really not worth it and even just to get like a color you like if you want something simple 
like the prices of bikes are actually like mm-hmm. like ridiculous for some of these bigger brands for the money you can get. Like the Merida, it's gunmetal grey, perfect for me because I don't want colour. Mm. You know, looks it looks metal. SLX brakes, you know, four pot front and rear with the two hundred three rotor. Like it's got tons of kit on it, like sick tires, blah blah. Yeah, and you know. Retails under five grand and it's a race ready rig. Yeah, I'd send it. It'd be like, sick. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you're looking like that's a sick looking bike, and there's you get the equivalent in another in another big name brand, and it's oh nice mug. I haven't seen one of those since I was like three years old. <laughs> that thing. That uh, looks like the spiders. That looks like the cup you used to get your spider in at the local pub when you were six. <laughs> Some bloke gave us all these mugs like ages ago from work. He was just giving them all out. I was like, I'll take heaps of them. <laughs> yeah, mate. He's just heaps, like, I'm a... heaps of random shit. <laughs> Johnny the cheap pass here. I don't want to. I don't want to pay for things to fill my home. <laughs> He's like, pretty yeah. much. But um, yeah. I was like, I could easily ride this, and now it's you know pretty much being built up into like a like mm. a dream build, and like for the money that the bike is worth it's like unless someone gave it to me i don't know if i could ever like if i was a billionaire yeah sure you'd be buying your mate's bikes too but like (laughs) i just i don't think i could bring myself to spend like 10 grand on Mm. a bike Nah, nah, definitely not you don't need to like when you can go somewhere Mm take your family you know obviously you have <laughs> two kids take your family on a friggin holiday hire yeah. a six thousand dollar race ready bike or whatever and mm. go s- smash the clappers out of that for a couple of days at a you know threadbow or like yeah man yeah it just makes it make oh yeah <laughs> i don't know it'd be it although i will say this mm. if i could if i could build something from scratch it would probably be something that I could do a customizable frame. Yeah, okay. Because I, I I already know like what components I put on it, but I'd love to customize my own frame. Yeah, that would be sick. Hell like yeah. custom paint and decals or something like that. Regular fills, customs, mate. Pardon? Regular, Regular fills. Yeah. You reckon to do it for me? He'll do it. And get the old rattle can out. Nah, he's he's good at spray painting. <clears throat> Has he actually got a compressor? Uh, I don't know. Um, he didn't sandblast his. He got someone to do that, but he used to be a spray painter, so he'd have the skills. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. His bike skills all... with Phil. Skills He's... with Phil. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> skills with regular Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's good at that shit, man. He's good at that shit. He did his own bike. Everything. It looks good. Really good. Yeah. Did you say? Wait, he did the shore. I know he painted the shore. Yeah, he did the rocky as well. Is that paint job? He did it. Yeah, it's custom. Yeah. True. Yeah, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. <laughs> and he sandblasted the um bars back to raw. Yeah, he did that on his own too. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, it feels customs, eh? Yeah, dude. Yeah, do anything. <laughs> it's funny because um, in on Facebook at one of the Toowoomba pages, someone was asking, "Hey, can you come fix my car?" Like he was just 
asked him someone to come fix a Lancer, and I tagged Phil. I was like, yeah, regular Phil's customs will do this. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I was like, the, per- the person liked my comment. I don't know if he actually messaged Phil. That would have been funny. <laughs> you, should get set. you should stitch him up. You should stitch him up more. Yeah. <laughs> what do you – is there a re- – I was just – I don't know. I just popped thinking about racing again. Mm. Is it just a risk thing that you don't want to race, like money or because yeah. obviously it it you know you you've had a couple of offers from people, some which haven't eventuated. Mm. Uh, still waiting to hear back about that, you know, <laughs> that business. Obviously, I don't want to say anything till it's you know confirmed. Uh. But it obviously it's it's very important for a lot of brands. To be having, you know, people in races doing well and stuff like that. I don't, I don't see the point. In, uh, I do see the point, but I think, I think there's more exposure in what I do than there is in what these local races are doing. Don't you? <laughs> like I'm, yeah. on, I'm on, I'm on YouTube every week, getting quite a lot of views out there. And there's one race every three or four months. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of, to me, it makes more sense for bike companies to go after social media people. I 100% think the, um, I think, I think the same thing, mm. but it's crazy. Like, obviously like these, some of these people that are getting help, they're not, you know, getting bikes for free. Nah, for sure. Things like that. But it's crazy to me that some of the bigger names in, like YouTubing in Australia or even the ones that we know, I'm mm. surprised that like businesses haven't lined, you know, been like, damn, I want to like get on the train, <laughs> get on the train. Like, yeah, like, makes sense. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, People ask me that example, all the time. Like, you know, Canyon landing Sam Pilgrim, like, yeah. Like of, of all the, yeah. How many, how many kids are going to want to like a, a canyon bike, I dare say that between guys like yourself, you know, froth, mm. a cut laps, like if someone, if, if, a, if a business like came and said, you know, let's just say those three, you know, those three people, yeah. let's say, okay, I was talking about the Merida that I'm getting. Imagine if Merida said, here, guys, we're going to give you all a da-da-da-da to ride for 18 months. Mm. How many people would start buying Meridas? You got to think it'd be a pretty good influencer, <laughs> especially yeah. because like you'll see the bike more. Like you'll see the bike more. You'll hear about the bike more. That's and, just marketing, really. Like hundred percent. Mm. And also, you've got the guaranteed growth from you know guys that are regularly posting. That's 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 it. Yeah. So you know from the people, it's like you just said. You're going to see the bike mm. more. You're going to hear about the bike more. Yeah. But also, more people are going to see about the see the bike more. More people are going to hear about the bike more. It's crazy that we haven't seen yeah. someone in Oz start to get behind more of these. Even if, you know, it's an online, online retailer, like, I'm very surprised that it hasn't started to push it. But that's just my thoughts anyway. Yeah, still too small. <laughs> Might be too small, yeah. Hmm, but is it like you yeah. guys have got a lot of people watching? Like, mm. you know, I've I've seen your I've seen your I've seen your numbers and like your growth, like 
I can't remember. You haven't been in the green. Uh, sorry, you haven't been in the red for. Yeah, I think it's like 12 months. Probably more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tell everybody on that, talk about the tube. Like, you'll, you know, talk about YouTube, uh, what you want to do with it, where you want to go with it, bro. Um, mm. Like, what's, uh, you know, do you have a new series coming out? Like, mm. you know, what's your vibes, thoughts, feelings, outlook, plans for your channel? Yeah. Yeah, nothing. Nothing's going to change too much. It'll just be consistent how it is. Um, just the main, the main front of it every week, which will be, you know, the main thing people want to see as well. The main thing that gets the views and whatnot. I'll just keep doing that and just go on to more places that people want to see. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, nothing too much different. Um, obviously, just keep keep grinding until I get enough money to go somewhere else because that's all I'm using. I don't get much out of YouTube, but whatever I do get is just going to trips, like yeah, yeah, just paying for flights and stuff. Yeah, mate. So, but look, it's yeah. it's pretty gnarly. Like <laughs> it's sick that you're even getting to mm. do that. Like I remember when you mm. and you went went monetized, and obviously like it started to like really really blow up, and then you know you're saying it's helping. That's so sick. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so sick that that like little bit of pressure is. Mm. off for yourself like it it must feel good mm. to know that the work that you're putting in yeah you know is paying a little bit of dividends and helping like you do more mountain biking yeah so for sure speak. like um yeah i think it yeah I, f I feel like i got there pretty quick but it, it definitely was a grind of like trying to work out what i wanted to actually do like content wise and you know yeah. trying to get the videos out to more people and stuff um Certainly took like a year of different stuff, but feels like it's in a good spot now to just continue what we're doing. But yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely an insane feeling getting a little bit of money from it. <laughs> you must be, I mean, you already mm. spend that much money on parts, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've, if anybody's noticed, I've made that joke about him being pretty blase. <laughs> If you watch, is it the um, five things when you start out in mountain biking? Is it that video? Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I think it's in. No, I think it's in that one. Yeah. You said stuff because I know this and like, mm. like your whole shibby attitude. Mm -hmm. You you said something in the video and literally <laughs> fell off the chair. Like, <laughs> I think it might have been just like, oh, get your bike set up, you know. Get, you know, get your brakes checked by your local shop. You know, have have everything fine tuned or something along these lines. You know, get your sag set. Even though I, like, I don't think I've ever done it. Oh, I don't even know the shop <laughs> pump. And you said something like that in the video, in the video while you're telling people like how to get into mountain biking. I just, yeah. I just thought it was so funny. Yeah, you just don't worry about that shit. Just rather. <laughs> <laughs> like, cares, man. Walk out the store, <laughs> do a wheelie out the door. <laughs> just you know, yeah. Just send it, mate. Yeah, I don't know. Just learn all the stuff yourself. Yeah. If it does, if it feels fine, just ride the damn thing. You know. <laughs> but sometimes it can feel fine, but yeah. it's not, and could then bike snaps. Yeah, I could have been riding a snap bike for years. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't look. Bro, you got a different glass. How many glasses you got there? 
<laughs> There's two. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I don't know what's going to come out of there next. Um, Let's have a look. No. <laughs> um, have you ever thought about doing... Um, what was going to say? Have you ever thought about doing... Oh man, tons! Of, I'm, I'm sure you have because you've got the send like the sended series. Uh, you're doing like a lot of stuff around which trails to ride, and you know mm. you, you're doing like you're doing. I'm seeing the theme of helping the guy that's just getting in. You know, the person. I won't say guy. The person that's just getting into it. Yeah. Type vibe. Would you ever think about doing instructional videos, or can you just do you not have the patience for it? Or yeah. Uh... Probably not. As you know, I, I don't know what I do when I jump. So I just jump. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've thought about it. But then I I don't know. I just can't can't um, think about how to do it correctly. Expl- you mean yeah. can't think how to explain it? Because yeah. like, if I said to you, like, you got to preload your bike in the face of the jump, you understand yeah. what that is. But well, six months ago, it would have been just like, you just, I just, I don't know. I won't tell you. Like I, like Phil and all them guys who I rode with for a long time, like a year now, or probably longer than that. But originally, they weren't that great at jumping either. And they used to be, you know, she'd be like, well, what do I do? I'm like, I have no idea. Because, <laughs> yeah, it just, it was just second nature that like jumping specifically. Um, yeah, but you, you, you yeah. obviously, but like, now, you got that since riding with you guys and riding with everyone more and more and thinking about it all the time because I'm trying to help people, I have a way better understanding of what it is that I'm actually doing. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Mm. It's, it's really interesting. Like Jack, you know, who's only just recently joined the channel and stuff like that. Um, he's only just come up here like the last six months. He is the same as I was when I first started. Like he, can jump everything, but he's like, man, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just, I find that so insane, but I think, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I think that's the way, like, obviously different, different brains operate different ways. Yeah. But you guys, you knew Jack from BMX, right? Yeah. Yeah. Since, yeah, we would have been like, yeah, I actually raced him when I was like eight and stuff as well. So throughout wow. my whole life. Like, yeah, like yeah, we, didn't, okay. we didn't live in the same place and we never talked, <clears> but <throat> I knew who he was and he knew who I was sort of. And yeah. How did you guys, before I ask my next question around this jumping thing, how did you guys like link up again? Like how did this whole like. Well, I had him know, on Facebook still and okay. I, I used to see that he, cause he lived in Brisbane for however long. And I seen that he was going to NV quite a bit like two years ago, three years ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, he must have a mountain bike. I still didn't really talk to him then. But um, I think I messaged him a couple of times and then nothing. And then all of a sudden, how did I talk to him again? I think he was moving to Toowoomba and he seen the, my channel and stuff. And he's like, hey, I'm moving to Toowoomba. And, yeah, then we started riding. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Small world, eh? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Because I actually moved to where he lived in Mackay and then he moved from there like a little while later to do uni in Brisbane but um yeah we didn't talk then but I don't know just it's a connection thing still knew each other sort of thing yeah true yeah. that it's funny like <laughs> you say it's funny you say 
you guys got such an experience. Like, so when you did you ever have any coaching when you were BMXing? Uh, where I was, we had a coach, but it wasn't. Really in... Yeah, kind of. I don't really remember. Like, I didn't really go to training too often. Like, I went once a week to training, but it wasn't really like. Well, it was like periods. Like, we had to coach for some periods and then no coach for most of it. But I don't remember being taught how to jump or how to corner or any of that in BMX. Just something you figured out. And when yeah. you had the control of the bike, it was right. Yeah, I think I think by the age of, like, six or seven, it was all good. I, could, I was starting to jump big stuff and bigger stuff and, yeah. That's funny. Bike control now, was just, yeah. <laughs> Well, it has to come, otherwise you're going to slide your face across the in, the middle of a 30-foot yeah. 30, 30 concrete bloody tabletop. <laughs> um, <Accurate>. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I'll take my chances with a tree in the forest, thank you very much. Ooh, might be worse, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, look, coming off the bike sucks ass, regardless whether you're smashing your head in a concrete or... Mm wrapping yourself around a tree or going over the bars or getting Shit, yeah. whatever it is, it, it sucks. <laughs> you know, getting a bruised ass when you're trying to find race lines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny, like, you say that, how you just, like, figured it out, whereas me, like, my yeah. head, I was like, I was like, I knew there was something that wasn't doing wrong. I wasn't doing right. Mm. And I knew there was something that I was – that I had to do to make it feel right. Cause once it yeah. clicked, I was like, how was I not killing myself? <laughs> like, and like, it's still not perfect, but like now I've got that understanding. Like how was it like yeah. not happening before? But it's crazy that you just like, you must've, you, you're, Oh man, I love this brain stuff. Your, your body must've gone through like a eliminative process to be like, oh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's oh, mm. this is kind of this is going okay. Now yeah. I'm jumping. Yeah, I think I think when you're four and five and you start doing the little jumps and you, just, I don't know, you just progress and you just get that bike skill really fast on a BMX. I think. Yeah. I don't know when you're young, maybe you know you just learn everything real quick. I think. Yeah, but, absolutely. But like even I've, like all all the little kids now, like five or six year olds, are, you know, they're hitting. Five foot jumps, six foot jumps, like no worries. Bro, what's yeah. that little kid that that little kid on that like tiny like um Oh yeah you know Yeah that, that rides Bean Lee? Oh no yeah. not Bean Lee rides nah. um No it is Bean Lee, yeah yeah, yeah. you yeah, know who I'm talking about, eh? For sure, yeah. <sighs> Bro, like back back flips. Little kid yeah. this, like Superman. I was like, <laughs> How are you this advanced? You have not even been on the earth. Yeah. For more than ten years. Yeah, there's a there's a six year old doing that stuff over in Japan. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's he's there's a girl doing it well, a little girl. She's only, I think she's only six or seven. Yeah. In Japan. <laughs> doing backflips and stuff. Man. It's crazy on a BMX. Yeah. I don't like I just I mean, obviously me being a parent, <laughs> that I can tell you right now there's parental influence. Like they would have put him on a bike. I mean, like, yeah, we can get him good at this. Mm. And the second, like, I've seen, I've seen Judah and Marcy, you know, show signs of like excellence in particular things. Mm. But I haven't like forced it or like yeah. it. But I reckon when kids are five and six and you see them that good, 
I'm talking like doing <laughs> professional level tricks. The parents have been absolutely like, oh, wow, they might be good at this. All right, boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. I think so. Like, because mm. there's a little kid down at the skate park, down at the Coomera Jumps, like where the half pipe is. And he comes down with his mum and he shreds. And sometimes I look at his face while he's skating mm. and I'm like, I was like, he doesn't look like he wants to be here. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, bro, he is, he's the best, literally the best skater that I've seen there. And I've seen like big, mm. man, I've seen all the old boys, you know, with the box of EB sitting under the car yeah. staircase. Like, Very typical. <laughs> yeah, typical skating stuff. And they're like slapping their boards when he's tricking and that. Mm. And in my head, I was just like, how hard did he have to work and how much of his childhood did he like? Mm. It, like, he probably loves it, but there must be days, bro, where as a young kid that you're just like, eh, I just don't want to ride. Like, I just want to be a kid. Yeah. Did you ever have, did you ever have that? No, nah, BMX was just everything. So, yeah, not really. I don't remember. I don't remember not wanting to ride. <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember not wanting to ride now either, eh? Oh, there's some days where I can't be bothered. <laughs> it's crazy that you are so like, – how actually, how far do you live from Jubes? Jubes, uh, it's about 20 minutes, I think, 15, 20 minutes, yeah. On a, on a oh. good afternoon. There's a lot of traffic between here and there. True that. Yeah. If I park at the bottom, it's easy 20, 25 minutes, yeah. You know what's 15 minutes from me? <laughs> Narang. <laughs> get in there mate <laughs> look i will say this mm. it's not going to be my first place to ride but in recent times that i've been there there's a couple of pirate things that i've been taken down mm. which well scared me yeah and like like i said i'm still i'm still so green on the bike but there's still some pretty gnarly stuff that i ride now but if you were to come again, we'll go mm. with Craig so he can take you down that stuff. Yeah. And um, and Dan, Dan's actually – Dan, like, ventured out there. Like, it's a bit of a mess. But, like, <laughs> some of the trails they closed are still rideable. Yeah. But they're probably a little bit more dangerous than what the yeah. council allows. So – but that's about all of all right there like if i'm going out there i'm prepping myself to do do 20k or i'm going there just so i can uh do laps of three hills because it's that those jumps are fun yeah mate when you send a big line at boomers uh, i uh, keep seeing videos i'm like i can do that <laughs> but then then let's say a week before i'm like yeah we're going to boomers and then i'm like oh shit i just get anxiety all week <laughs> <laughs> really yeah I really you do. still get that <laughs> yeah, only for big line because i want to do it <laughs> i'm like i gotta do this and then all week i'm like shit <laughs> pretty much pretty much you know what's funny like it's really it's actually like really bad because like i probably the reason why i ate it so hard like the day that i snapped my bike when i was last there mm. was like i i, I couldn't get out of my head that I was going to be possibly be able to attempt some stuff that because yeah. the time that I went there before that and then was so drastically different because I'd really nailed some skill work down 
that like I almost went too far off the other end because of that like feeling of like yeah right is everybody gets that like fuzz or not everybody you just mentioned you do because you're thinking about big line I was thinking about <laughs> some of the stuff on mini mega yeah. and it's like it's it's hard to get the you know the boomers buzz mm. like out of your head hey yeah um see so yeah, when I first went there like I was doing you know, I just did all cheese, no worries. And I don't know, I just did these things. Like, I just went for it. I was like, oh, yeah, these are other people. Like, the guy in front of me did it, so it's all good. I I know I can do that. Had heaps yeah. of confidence for that stuff. But um, it's been a few times where I lost all confidence in a lot of things in bikes, and mainly after, like, crashes. Like, one of them was where I smashed my tailbone, like, a couple – when was that? I think it was, like, October. I think I'm was crazy. that the the one that I joked <laughs> that I joked about? <laughs> I don't know. No, nah, fell over. No, nah, I don't think so. Um, I it was like a small crash. Like I just slid over and smashed my tailbone on a rock, and that like Ooh. hit me out of riding for like two weeks. And then my confidence was like, yeah, it was like way down. And then the next boomers trip, I was like, I don't want to do any of these big features. And I think I did Orchies once. So I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Let's go ride other stuff. <laughs> But confidence has returned now after going to Derby. I feel like um, I feel like next time we go to Boomers, big line should be piece of cake. I think. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what the heck? I think something <laughs> fell over in the cupboard. You're right. Lost. Proper. Yeah, nah, proper freaked me out. Um, <laughs> mm. Big line is continuing on from um like when you go down funked out and then it's no, the jump and it goes black betty sorry yeah you black betty and then it continues on like down down the hill eh? well yeah well jack and stew send a stew they sent yeah. all of black betty last time so black betty turns left um before sure thing and then there's a big left hip and then a right hip and then a couple small jumps and some drops and they did all that. So I should have a toe in. And then after that is where the big long ones go. I don't, I don't think big ones. Well, like in my is head. Is it actually open at the moment? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I've, I've seen a guy do it a couple weeks ago on video. Isn't there some mm. like, um, I don't know if this is correct, mm-hmm. but isn't it? Isn't there something like you have to have like an Oz cycling race, like or not like an Oz cycling membership to ride some of that or something yeah. like that? So you're insured? Is that just baloney? Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should be interesting to see, mate. Next trip, get that, get that, get that twenty nine in the front. Get those fugly orange, orange forks that you like, <laughs> and. Uh, no, you surprised me with that one. No, and, Stu's and, there. I'll probably have to do it because he'll do it. Stu and Jack. Stu will make Jack do it and then I'll have to do it. So Stu's just a fucking maniac. Okay, here's a question. What makes people like that? <laughs> I don't know. He, he, yeah, he everything just... you've told me about this guy, like, yeah. and I know obviously I only, I've only met him that once at, um, at Boomers. Mm. And, like, I, I've seen his posts and, like, and that, but... What makes, like, what what do you think makes him that way, i.e. just, 
obviously there's uh, confidence for me comes from the skills that I have. I like I can clearly measure what I can and can't do now, and so I either try to ride just below that, or if I need to learn something, I have to go just over it to see where the risk is mm-hmm. in it, so I can understand it. You know, like walk it when I snap my bike on Balzac and walking yeah. out of it. I got to look at it at a really different way because I had to literally walk the entire freaking trail, yeah. you know? And I got to like look at it in pieces and I was like, you know what? I could, I could definitely do this in a different mindset on that day. It was probably the wrong day to try and attempt it mm. after I crashed doing all these things. But then there's guys like Stu that's just like, yeah, all good. Boom. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, what yeah. what what is it like even no you have a very similar mindset to me like obviously you've got you mm. know the 20 plus years on the bike mm. all that type of thing what makes him click that way that is just do you think there's any fear there yeah not not really um that's how i used to be similar to him but not as that high of a level but in the confidence area when i first got into mountain bikes like yeah. i had i had that confidence but I don't know. I guess maybe he hasn't had a huge crash, or um, yeah. I think I think he also does other extreme sports, which are pretty hectic. So what does he do? Uh, I think he does some rally stuff. Pretty sure off road rally. I, th- I think yeah. I've definitely seen some vehicles on his Instagram, but I, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Just because then, as well. <laughs> like you can, we can all talk about like my hero Braid. <laughs> um, I'm the Lebanese version, right? Um, <laughs> now I'm gonna have Mazoshi forks too. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> but guys like that, obviously they're mm. they're getting pa- they're getting paid. There's a, there's that element there, like they're they're getting paid to you know go and send this stuff and make these videos. Yeah, but like these guys have you know full arm full arm casts, like break a leg the <laughs> same day. Six yeah. months, they're doing it like they're never like. You don't get to see the struggle <laughs> in their mind, but surely, but they look like they're attacking it the exact same way as they never had an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had any issues like that coming off the box either. Like if I'm off the bike for four weeks, I can just jump back on. It's all good. It's exactly the same. I stopped riding for like three years. I reckon BMX anyway. When I moved, first moved to Toowoomba, I didn't ride for like two years. Why is that? I just, um, there's no BMX riders here and I uh, started playing games professionally. <laughs> oh, man. Dump some knowledge about you playing games. Let's tell the people. Let's tell the people. Yeah, okay. About how you actually got Johnny the G. Oh, yeah, true. Um, I was a professional Rainbow Six Siege player which rainbow six siege is a um a 5v5 shooter which is pretty strategic um kind of like counter-strike but a bit bit more bit more to it and i played pro in that for three years about yeah three years in different teams and stuff and yeah um we had this game i didn't have johnny the g was wasn't my name at the time but some dudes like you're a g it was in the commentary i think yeah during a live (laughs) No, but you, you? Yeah. no, you can't just you can't yeah. just say that. You just need breathe to tell over them, it. <laughs> you need to tell them why it happened. Yeah, that's right. So, well, if you, if you don't know games, you wouldn't really understand. But 
it was a it was like a clutch situation it was like a 1v4 i was last alive and we had to win this round to um continue on and yeah i managed to clutch up and win the round and the commentary it was a live game the commentators like johnny the j for just whatever reason he just said that and then from then onwards the i just changed the name to that yeah well i think he meant god but yeah <laughs> nah yeah. <laughs> maybe but like in in any other maybe it's like you know some you know nerdy gamer stuff like yeah. no offense but like <laughs> there are words that i would use in my like daily language or like slang that yeah. if you use it in a gamer circle use the same slang it means something completely different yeah like because well. you i remember <laughs> you telling me that story the first time and you're like pretty sure it meant god and i was like what how like that's yeah. gangster like you took out four guys. You were the last one. Like Johnny the G. Like, the G quite typically, like, mm. or the OG, like, yeah. the last G or the top G. Like, everybody refers, like, um, uh, Tate or whatever his name is. Like, you know, oh, the, the original top G. Yeah. You know, the top, top gangster. So, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take it as that. Yeah. Whether, whether it's God, I don't know. Whatever, it has no meaning anymore. Yeah, no <laughs> You've moved on to Big Juggler, but we can't tell that story. <laughs> <here. Because> <laughs> this is a family. <laughs> is a family. It's a family-friendly channel, guys. It's a family-friendly channel. And uh, if you you see John in public and you want to know who Big Dougler is, you have to ask. Because I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, if you can remember, just ask. It's all good. I might have that on the back of my name, back of my shirt from now on. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh, well, honestly, if I pulled up on you and you you had Dougal on the back, I'd probably <laughs> fall off my proverbial chair. <laughs> Actually, oh, while I'm on this, mm. I'm going to bring up the photo of you. Mm. Um, I'm going to bring up the photo of you. Uh, and how you entered the practice chat. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, guys, we did a test because obviously this is being recorded. Um, but we did a test the other night. And this is how the bloke came into the chat. <laughs> oh, <it's> so good. <laughs> Hang on. This is a better one, though. It's great because you thought you were being funny by like pretending you sleep and uh, you weren't ready. <laughs> oh, that's right. I actually forgot I did that. Yeah. I, was, like, I, I had the video call cracking for like 15 minutes. And and then I, I heard the like the, I heard the crackle of the audio connect. And so I was laying here like. Yeah, legit. <laughs> I, I, I looked up and the bro had like Amazon rainforest background, but he wasn't in there. He pulled himself like back away from the camera. And then when he pulled in, he was dressed like that. I swear I nearly peed my pants. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, that's I'm too good. I'm the big dude. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what shit. do you think? We'll get a bit more we'll get a bit more serious again. What do you think is needed in Southeast Queensland mm. for it to progress? As one of the premier riding destinations, do we need more one-way trails? Do we need more bike parks? Do we need more? Uh, do we need the council to 
give the reins over more? Like, what do you think it is it's going to – because it seems like, you know, there's so many beautiful places to ride here, but every conversation I watch in a lot of these groups ends up in people arguing. And, like, when I hear it hmm. talked about, they're like, oh, we should go to this place or go to this place. They never want to – like, locals want to ride here because it's what we've got. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like anyone else, you know, wants to come here. Like, that's just the vibe I'm getting. I could be completely wrong. I don't follow yeah. the chat at all. But what do you think we would need for it to, you know, level up? Do you think there's other regions in Queensland that could be utilised? Like, is there a golden key to it? Like, what do you think it is that, that SEQ needs? Mm. Well, I think Derby's the key to follow. Because obviously we don't have a hill like Medina has, but I yep. guess it, you could like Derby. The Derby Hill isn't much bigger than Jubilee, to be honest. It's only like three hundred and fifty meters of elevation, and there's no reason we can't have that type of system in, say, Mount Tambourine or Jubilee. Oh. Like, why not? <laughs> if they like they're doing it up in Mackay, they're going to try and make that a destination, and they're doing it correctly. There's like 100k a trail going in there, and they're building a shuttle road. They're building oh. everything up there. Yeah, was, you, you got to look that stuff up. It's um Fitch Haddon Trail Network. So Fitch Haddon. Yeah. Fitch Haddon. Yeah, go on. And um. If they just, if the council just came together and was like, they could do it in Jubilee, which they're kind of doing. But if they built a shuttle road up the middle, then it'd be sweet. But literally, if they just build the trails, people will come there. <laughs> it's it's pretty. If simple. you build it, like, they will come. It's very simple. Like, I've, most of the shuttle networks here, what most of the trail networks, you can't shuttle. I don't think there's any in Brisbane that you can. Um. Jubilee you can, but it takes quite a long time to get up there. Like 20-minute round trips, quite a long time for shuttles. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm Bucky kind of can, but it's not really like a massive, like... Yeah, yeah, it's not worth putting in a couple million dollars worth of trails there because the land isn't big enough. Jubilee has everything we'd need to be like a mini derby, and people would fly here very easily, I think. Tambourine would be a banger too, and there's already a mm. basis there as well. Like well, I was up there. Obviously, there's old Tambo DH. Like there's all the old downhill tracks that are still out there. Something I actually mm. haven't ridden there, and I live very close to it. <laughs> um, good. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah, we went. We went there with the big crew, the whole YouTuber oh. crew. It was Aiden, as Charma. Uh, Craig, 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 Craig. Craig. <laughs> um, I don't even MTV, know if you noticed was that. There. Oh, true. Regular Phil, of course. Phil BMTV. We were all there. Yeah, big video day. Those GoPros going off every five seconds. Which, yeah, there's so many. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, pretty good. It's good riding there. But yeah, I think, I think if you want people to fly here and to actually put in a good weekend, make it like Derby. Put it in Toowoomba. And everything else is there because Derby is literally a place where there's like 400 people that live there, if not less. Like the population really? is, is so tiny. Like, bro, I know nothing about the place. Yeah, I just know that there's mountain biking there. 
So no. outside of that, there's basically no humans. No, it's an hour and a half from Launceston Drive. And there would be maybe 10 buildings down the main street. And there, that is it. There's the main street and that is it. There's like three pubs slash restaurants that they've obviously put in there for Derby. And then there's like four or five bike shops. <laughs> and then maybe maybe like 20 houses. There's nothing else there. That's all it is. And they have you know, probably one of the best trail networks in the world, like one of them. It's easily up there. Like, why can't we do that in a city? <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> it just makes you wonder, like, what the yeah. the councils in the state. They just well, don't get benefits, I guess. So, yeah. Is Derby private? Like, no, is, it's, it's public, completely, completely public. And so it's all state funded. Yeah, you don't have to pay to go in. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who wow. um, maintains it, but yeah, I, I guess they pay trail crews that go in there. Yeah, I just find it crazy that so like you hear about these systems. You know, like Rocky's Rockhampton's got some gnarly trails. Like mm. Townsville's got all that crazy stuff you were telling mm-hmm. me about. You Towns know, all these huge. Like, like those big MTB you know, destinations yeah, and like, you know, allowing people to put money into it and stuff. And like, everything just seems like not slow here, but it just seems like it's, I don't know. What's the word? <laughs> like, it just seems unimportant. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty well. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they want to try and push stuff somewhere else. Like Gold Coast already has heaps of, um, like reason for people to come there so yeah, I, don't, right. I don't think i don't think you're going to get anything down there but Toowoomba, no, Toowoomba has all your old people and your flowers so maybe, <laughs> maybe they want to keep it that way <laughs> i don't know well we have been given money but like they approve 12 million don't know where it's what's going on with it but there's stuff like that's going to start kicking off soon so should see a lot going on in Toowoomba very soon. Yeah, because you were saying there was going to be the cafe, like the, oh, all that stuff. Yeah, trails. no, that's that's not nothing of that's approved, but that's got nothing to do with the trails. No, true. No, there was six million approved, and by the state government before the election. So who knows if it's real? But apparently there was twelve million. So that's a whole lot of cheddar. Yeah, and a whole heap of trails. <laughs> Mm. and the guys there can build man like they make good stuff yeah yeah well yeah anyway back your question yeah like why don't they just do that yeah make another derby make another destination yeah it's a brainless idea really like why not just do it (laughs) surely surely there's heaps of money coming in there has to be money coming in like yeah (laughs) i want to see it like I mean, especially, I oh mean, you can progress your skills anywhere yeah. on anything, doing anything on the flat ground, on trails. But, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, for someone that might not have the opportunity to travel to places like yourself and, you know, mm. I genuinely love Toowoomba. I love the layout and, like, it's it's obviously Jubes is, like, such a sick place. 
haven't done Tawantin yet. Everybody keeps raving about Tawantin mm. as as like as a system and stuff. But like, you know, the boys are gonna you know gonna have a bike park built up you know sunny coast soon. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to be like a premier spot that everybody you know Toowoomba's got X, Sunny Coast will have X. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've got you know Boomers is on the Goldie. Like we've got a bike park. But other than Narang, like the, you know, or like a couple of major systems in Brisbane, there's no real spot that everyone like, yeah, you know, talks Pretty about. Much. Like it seems like Queensland needs <laughs> needs a thing, like needs that spot. Mm. Needs yeah, that, well, you uh, know, I think Kai might be it. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> what the, what they're putting, yeah, which is Fitch Haddon, like I said before. Yeah, what they're putting in up there is definitely going to be. The um, next premier destination. So is no Fitchhadden the area or the group that's building it? Fitchhadden is a small town. Okay. Which is just north of um, Mackay. Like with Sunday's area, basically. Okay, yeah. Got gotcha. out of that, yeah. Yeah, there's big, big plans happening there. That'd mm. be dope. Yeah, and I don't know who's going to maintain it all, but <laughs> but yeah. Building our palm, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Or just be like, you know, hopefully it's a bit like the Toowoomba situation. Anyone can go in. But, yeah. like, it's it's not like red tape, mm. you know, like Mount Cotton where they're struggling to get people through all the time, arguing about this, arguing about that, or yeah. whatever it is. Like, I've, I've heard different opinions and stories from people, but... Mm. Yeah, I don't know what the story is, hey. I, I honestly don't even know if you're allowed to just go in with a shovel and start digging places because isn't uh, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. But even well, it, it, like yeah. call it defor. I I don't know what uh, this deforestation if that's the word. Yeah. Mm. Like someone said, you can get a ten grand fine, but I, I've never read anywhere that. No, nah, I couldn't find it either. <laughs> <laughs> like to mm. go to Google and be like. Will I get a fine for building mountain bike trails? <laughs> like, it just seems like such an absurd. Like I understand that there are uh, people that you know want everything left as it is, mm. but I don't understand why you would be mad at people just slapping some shovels in some dirt. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, it seems know. like. Seems like a munter, like. <laughs> Look, it a may, lot of pirate it, trials become real trials, so. so that's yeah, well, they're like saying, it. the boys were saying, um, where, where is it that they're looking at? Um, they're possibly looking at, uh, uh, oh, sanctioning whatever it is soon. They're somewhere in Brizzy, not Prout. Um, is it Pratt or Cleary's or yeah. one of the boys? Yeah, somewhere around there. Like apparently, one of those trails. Like they reckon it's gonna get. Um, what was? That's my cat, bro. <laughs> it sounded like a kid crying. Fucking, <laughs> bro. Hey, mate. Oh, uh. <laughs> hey, the, kitty cat, the kitty cat wants some love, and you can't deny the poor belt. 
Just wants a pat. Just wants a pat. <laughs> it's just pat it's been pat. sitting there sleeping for like an hour, so. <laughs> um. Yeah, apparently one of those uh, systems in Brizzy is going to get uh, sanctioned, so yeah, it'll be okay. illegal sale soon. So. Mm. You're right. The old Wagyu beef trail, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, this is what baffles me. Like, you know, everything's so, like, down this way. Everyone's like, ooh, you can't do that. And yeah. then no one, no one cares about that type of stuff in Toowoomba. Oh, no one knows about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a private land trail, so, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. I Video will, in two uh, weeks. <laughs> video in two weeks you heard it here first the fully pinned podcast exclusive you're gonna see a t to b a top to mm. bottom on um wagyu beef wagyu beef it's pretty sick very well done yeah it's it actually sick. a lot of fun it's a lot of fun that trail i was i've been watching them watching pictures and videos of them building that for ages but there's still heaps heaps more they could do there but i'm not sure what they're gonna do but, is that like one of the first trails that's completely finished? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, it's not completely finished. No, there's still like another, I'd say, easily a kilometre of downhill still. Oof. Uh, yeah, it's like 150 metres of descending in a K. So it's pretty Ooh, quick. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's definitely not... Um, mm. what, is, what is the trail like that's there? Like, what's it consist of? It's, uh... It's fucking shit dirt. I don't know. <laughs> it's just dirt, it's rocks. Um, they put in heaps of jumps. It's like it's like a black soil type clay stuff. It's not great. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, if you had to compare it to like a style of trail, mm. uh, what's it like? Like out yeah, there? It's, yeah, it's full enduro, I think. Um, Jubilee Trail, I could compare it to, would probably be. Hot rod, I guess. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Hot, like that type of dirt towards the bottom. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. There's quite a few steep bits. There's a big wooden drop, big long wooden wall ride. Um, a heap of other random wooden things that they put so much work in. Yeah. That's no, cool. It's really cool. So good. I would love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to build some stuff like that up the, up the road for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be good. That would actually be so good. Yeah. That would be good. That would definitely be something that I wanna um wanna look at once the, the new slow comes. Mm. Hopefully, fingers crossed, end of the week, all the bits Oof. and bobs are in. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And it won't be something that I can um absolutely brutalize the way that I did. Yeah. If anybody, uh, I'm, I'm parting out the Siskiyou. You can check it out on the uh, Shameless ad here. I'll be selling it, uh, parts of it, on the Homeless Power account on Instagram. So check that out. <laughs> Mate, I think we've covered a fair, fair crack of stuff. I think it's been a good yarn. Yeah. I am realising the time as well <laughs> and how early I have to get up. Yeah, Plus, so. I want to get this online. Yeah. So, mate, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I definitely will have you on again at some stage. I don't know when. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, 
Bro, thank you so much for your time. I've flipping enjoyed it thoroughly. Hopefully everybody else does as well. Yeah, bro, for sure. That was been good. Thanks for thanks a lot. <laughs> All good, man. <laughs> no, no problems, JTG. Big yeah. Jiggler himself. <laughs> the Dugs. <laughs> the Dugs is in the building. <laughs> All right, everybody. That is F2. All done and dusted. The man, John and the G. Uh, thanks for joining us. Ep for three, episode three. Uh, guess will be announced. Just waiting on a confirmation. It's pretty much locked in, but um, guess will be announced hopefully by the end of this week because it's going to be Monday night when this is out. It's regular Phil. So, pardon? It's regular Phil. Oh, oh goes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're good. we're gonna get oh bro. It look I could do that. As yeah, he's, got, he's got to be on. He'd be good. Oh right. I don't think he'd want to do it, eh? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't think he. I, I could. I reckon Jack could do it. Yeah, Jack could do it. Maybe it'd be cool to get you know and you know <laughs> some racing racing stories from a guy like him. You know, yeah. talk about what's called the bull. You got to get but podcast anyway, curious on. Huh? Podcast curious. Oh, bro, that's don't worry. <laughs> he's he's coming. <laughs> That'll be the best. That's gonna be so good. <laughs> Hello, boys dude. and girls. He is the best dude. <laughs> oh, oh, so many jokes that I would want to talk about that he's made that I'll like I couldn't say on here. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, next episode will be out in a fortnight. Stay tuned because we do have a giveaway coming up uh, with All Mountain Sports. Thank you, those guys for providing products. But um, that's it. We out. Good. See you on the trails. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> no, I'll leave that in. Just cut the cut. Just cut it there. <laughs> okay. Catch you, boss. Catch you. Bye.